0: Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. We are discussing education matters today, and our special guest is Belle Bontrager, a first grade teacher at Baxter Primary School. Belle, welcome.
1: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Well, we're delighted to have you on the show, and this is your first time on on this show, right? This is
1: my first time on any kind of show. All right, good. Well,
0: well, welcome to the Putnam County Airways, and uh, uh, we're delighted that you're with us. We're going to go through a lot of uh, interesting topics, uh, especially dealing with your students, but why don't you start by telling... uh, Telling our listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, well, originally I was born in Nashville, but I moved to Cookville a little bit before I started kindergarten. So I did all of my schooling here in Putnam County. I was a I went to Cane Creek, a little cub, and then I went to Prescott for middle school. And then I was at Cookville High School, played volleyball there, was involved a lot at the school. And then I went to Tennessee Tech and studied early childhood education. And oh, I just Eagles. graduated last May. yep.
0: Outstanding. Well, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. And I think you and my granddaughter, Belle, played on the yes, volleyball I team together. Yes, I did play
1: volleyball with her, Yes, or
0: at least a, a a bit of a time. Yes. So that's great. And congratulations on the uh, the graduation at Tech. Thank uh, you. I you uh, uh, are now officially a Golden Eagle and, yes. and in the first year of flight.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Hit the ground running, for well, that's, sure.
0: That's great. And uh, what? Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Baxter and about uh, what you teach.
1: Um, well, Baxter is about 15 minutes away from Cookville. It's still in Cookville. Some people get that confused. It's still within Putnam County. Um, I actually did my student teaching or residency there in the 2022-23 school year. So I was there for about six months and... Uh, it was in first grade so i'm right where i left off and so i just really enjoy it over there i like it's back it's a primary school so we're just pre-k to first grade and just it being a smaller school i i like better because i feel like it's more of a community and we're all more close knit than having you know pre-k to fourth grade and you don't really know any of the other teachers around the building so that's exciting for me and one of the reasons why i loved it
0: and this is your first year.
1: Yep, my first year teaching all by myself.
0: So it's um, it's it's a great environment. You've got just yes. a very close group of teachers to yep. help you out.
1: It is. Good. It's yep. There's about six others of us for teaching first grade. We have a lot of first grade teachers this year.
0: Outstanding. Yes. Outstanding. Well, and um, are some of them also in their first year, or is are they? Uh, have they done other years of teaching
1: um i only have one other girl with me that is a first year we have another first year but she is just a first year to putnam county but she i think has been teaching for like 15 years somewhere else but it's only me and one other girl who graduated in may and this is our very first year teaching in a classroom so
0: well that's that's got to be got to be exciting so um what made you choose elementary and particularly first grade
1: uh i've always enjoyed being around kids and no higher than like second grade has always been my favorite i like the littles and then once they get older i'm like passing them on to someone else because that's not for me but um really when i picked because i did early childhood education at tech so that's just your pre-k to third grade and so that was easy for me to pick because like i said the older kids are just not really where i want to be so like early childhood was the best option for me and then when I went and did my first grade resident, well, I guess we'll go back. When I did my pre-K practicum, I realized pre-K was really young for me. And I worked at Noah's Ark daycare for a while. And so I was like, I want a break from the really small kids. And so then when I did first grade residency for six months, I was like, this is a sweet spot. Like this right now for me where I'm at, like this is the spot where I want to be. Cause they're, you know, they still love coming to school. They're still excited, but they're st- they're more independent than they are when they're in pre-K, so first grade is a really good sweet spot for me.
0: Well, I remember my first grade teacher. Her name was Miss Walters, and in the about the third week of class, I tripped her. <laughs> I had my foot out in the aisle, uh-huh. and she wasn't looking, I guess, either. And anyway, it was a bad day for
1: uh-huh, me. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure I'd make it.
1: Through the rest of the that, year, right? maybe yeah, even the rest it. of the day.
0: Uh, well, that's that's great that you are um, called to um, to this this age level. I I I teach Sunday school at church frequently, and um, I think I could handle first graders for about sixteen minutes.
1: <laughs> right, that's so specific. Sounds like you've timed how long maybe you want to be with
0: them. <laughs> well, they probably are. Tired of me long before <laughs> that, but that's great. Well, this has got to be an exciting year and um uh, i I guess teaching first grade um, and now you've just had a a little bit of time in the launch of the new school year so um, how's that launch gone so far
1: uh, I'm honestly really proud of my kids from where they've came just a week ago, you know, just on. Tuesday starting school they had no idea what they were doing didn't know anything as expected it wasn't like I figured they were going to come in and know exactly what to do but I mean now in the mornings like they come in they get their binders put them up and start on their morning work and I barely have to say anything to them and so just seeing them from the very beginning of the school year till now even though it's only been a week has been really fun and it's been a good I've gotten to you know, learn their personalities. And um, we all mesh pretty well together. And it's been a good week. And I'm excited for the rest of the school year to see how they do. And just their little personalities are so fun. And so those are starting to come out. So some of those we're going to have to figure out, you know, we're going to have to see. But it's been fun. I think it's going to be a good school year.
0: Yeah, I can imagine um, you sitting up there or standing up there and just sort of watching that group Mm -hmm. and you're already beginning to map them out a little bit. Uh, I yes, imagine.
1: Yes, I let them sit by th- or like let them pick their seats the very first day of school because I mean I had no idea what who would go well with. And that first day of school, I was like, never again. Am I gonna let them pick their seats? And so now, I mean, even just being with them for a week, I have a pretty good idea of you know personality wise, like who needs to go together, who doesn't. And I think that's also like a pretty cool thing that. Because, I mean, us teachers are with them for so, you know, seven hours of the day. And so it's pretty cool that we're a weekend. And I'm already like, nope, like, you can't do that because I know how that's going to end up. Or I, I can't put you with them because I know how that's going to end up. <laughs> like, it's pretty easy to start recognizing all the signs with these kids.
0: And now they're going to start running into you at at Walmart or... I know, and they're going to be
1: shocked that I don't live at school. Yeah, they're yeah. always like, what?
0: or they'll punch their mom and say, "Oh, look yes, there. There's yeah. my teacher."
1: Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, that's got to be got to be exciting. How many students do you have?
1: Um, I have 21 on roll right now. So. And are they
0: all from Baxter or the western side of the county?
1: Um, a majority of mine are from Baxter. I think I have maybe 3 who um I honestly don't know what school they're from or where, but they're not from Baxter. They're not from Putnam County, so they're coming in. I've gotten two new ones um, that just came in middle of this week. And then one, she was on my roll, and she's not from, she's not from Baxter. But yeah, all of them start, did kindergarten. A lot of them did pre-K at Baxter. So they've been there for a long time. They know the ropes probably more than I do.
0: They're comfortable yes. with the school yes. environment. And that's, well, that's, that's good for them. Mm-hmm. That makes the launch a little bit, a yes. little bit easier anyway. Well, any funny stories about the launch or about the first week? Any, um, uh, Gosh. Any things that that uh, just came out of the blue at you?
1: I mean, with first graders, it's there's always something. <laughs> I mean, they tell you they tell you pretty much anything, and so I think I'm I'm learning as a parent. I'm like, I do not want to my you know my first grader to hear me say that because they will come to school and tell your teachers, and so I've just gotten a lot of like random things or i mean i think it's it's sweet but i think it's funny that like on day three some of my kids were like miss bell you're the best teacher ever and i'm like you barely know me and i'm sure (laughs) you told like your kindergarten (laughs) teacher that but i i appreciate that so it's just the normal first grade stuff right now there's just i couldn't even pick out like a super it's just so random have you had any
0: breakdowns yet have any of the kids uh, had a had a bad day
1: Uh, i had my first breakdown today we were not feeling the work that we were having to do and so we just had a breakdown but that's okay I mean in first grade I understand it's hard and it's and already from just from this first week they realize like it's a lot more than kindergarten like this is a lot more already like the first week uh they've already been taking tests like they're I mean we hit the ground running so I think some of them are just kind of thinking like whoa I'm not was not prepared for this but other than that they've been pretty we've been going pretty well
0: so you do baseline testing even in yes in, at yep. the start of the year for a yep. first grader.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I, so we see we do um, like a math one just to kind of see where they're at, and then we do skills and grammar for them too to kind of see where they're at. That way we can place them, you know, where we need to place them and help them get whatever help they might need or extra support in the subject. So yeah, we did. We started doing that last week when they first came in, just trying to get it all done. <laughs>
0: Well, that's wild. I I know um, TCAPS at the end of the year are one of the more favorite discussion topics, yes. at least for parents yes. and kids, and um, and I think teachers are are sort of uh, tired of it. But I'm that very thankful.
1: Too. Yeah, my first graders do not have to take TCAPS, so that is great for me. I'm yes, I'm thankful that that is not something that I have to deal with for it's a lot end of school testing is a lot and I mean my first graders have stuff but it's nothing compared to what the TCAP cap is for those older kids so
0: yeah I have a daughter in a, a granddaughter in Florida who um, is a teacher and um, she kept asking me why am I taking statistics if I'm going to be and I said you're going to find out <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be looking at data a right. lot."
1: yes yes all the data
0: and Tennessee is um A data driven state when it comes to um, uh, education.
1: It definitely is. If you don't have the data to back it up, then you most likely won't get anywhere with what you need to get done because they, I mean, which is great. I love, I like looking at data from my kids because we got their data folders from kindergarten. It is nice to see like where the kids are. So, I mean, I'm for data, but like I said, you have to have the data to back up whatever you're trying to do in your classroom.
0: and and it's not about the data but it's it's good right. that you've at least got a little framework to yes, help for sure. get that that student off to a good start. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back and uh uh talk some more Perfect. about Baxter Primary.
1: Perfect.
0: well, welcome back to Local Matters. Uh, we're talking education matters, and and our guest today is a first grade teacher at Baxter Primary. Bell, we've had a a, a great initial discussion, and uh, now let's let's talk a little bit more about. Uh, we mentioned the first week, and that that they're sort of off and running now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at at this year, I know there are some things that are required curriculum that some outcomes that you're required by the state to shoot for Mm -hmm. but what do you really hope they get from this first year experience and and um, what do you want them to learn or what does the state want them to learn?
1: Uh, I mean I think first grade is a very a very important time for the kids because at this point like they're a lot more independent. They are responsible for a lot more of their own things. You know, in kindergarten, they mom and dad probably still walk them to class, which is fine, not saying it's not. But now, like in first grade, they have to find their class themselves and get their things put up, and now they might start having homework. And so I think this year a big thing that I want my kids to learn is just being responsible and, you know, being able to take care of yourselves because you're not always going to have – A teacher, you know, you might not have a teacher that wants to help take care of all your things and keep together all your things. And so I've already started putting in, like, I mean, also with first graders, it's fun. You get to have fun. And so I created this like desk fairy for my kids because I was trying to teach them. I mean, you have to be responsible for your stuff in your desk. And so I was walking around last week and I was. I was like, my kids in these desks, it's already a mess. I'm like, where did you get all these erasers? We've been here for like four days. Where did you get all of these supplies? Because I put their supplies like somewhere else where they could get them like when they needed them and not keep them crammed in their desk. But I'm like, where are you getting this? And so, I mean, I just came up with something small and even them just seeing one, one friend got a visit from the desk fairy and she got candy and they were all like, oh my gosh, like I need to start keeping up with, and I've already seen like such a big change and them keeping their desk clean and like every day before they leave, they're cleaning their stuff out that they don't need in there anymore. And so I think just responsibility is a big thing that I want them to be able to learn because they're not going to have someone looking out for them. They're not going to have the desk fairy to keep them in line with all of their things. And no one wants to deal with all of those, all of their things and their dirty desk. And so I also just want them to learn. I mean, their personalities really change in first grade and just learning to be a kind person and a kind friend and at the beginning of the year we read a book called um our class is a family and I made them all come up well we as a class we came up with like four rules on how we can be a family in the class and they all had to sign it so they all and we hung that up and so um Just teaching them, you know, kindness and like being a good person because, yes, school is very important and I'm definitely, you know, going to teach them the math and the reading and the things that they need to know to go on to second grade and be prepared. But they're also at an age where us teachers spend the most time with them. So we also need to teach them fundamentals of just being a good human. And I want them to understand that they can do it and it's not hard to be a good human. So. Those are some things that.
0: Well, that's a great set of objectives, and those interpersonal skills are going to be just as important to them, maybe more important mm-hmm. than uh, than their fundamental skills. They've got to have both. Right. But uh, th- I'm delighted you're doing that. So you're doing a little team building, even in yes. even in first grade. Oh right?
1: yes, you have to. Well, that's yes. super.
0: That is. Uh, or else
1: they will. Yeah. I mean, and it's but and I try to. Uh, one we got a new math we have like a new math program that we've been using and um, it was pretty cool at the beginning it talked about just introducing them to math and how everyone has a math superpower and so your friend might be really good at addition but you might not be and so it just was teaching them like okay if I recognize my friend is really good at this it's okay if I go to them and ask for help like and they help me that's not some sometimes my kids think if they ask a friend or the friend helps them that that's like cheating and so it was you know just trying to explain to them like no like I want you guys to use your friends like that's what we're here for this is not just for us to come in here and Miss Bell just to teach at you and then you have to work on your own quietly at your desk and then just turn it in and hope for the best and I I where they're all sitting in groups and I'm like I put you in groups because I want you guys to help each other and be a team and a family in here because we will not survive the school year if we're all bickering and not <laughs> helping each other. I was like, "This is for the benefit of you guys and me." I was like, "It'll be a smoother year if we're all just nice to each other and helpful." And so, I think that's really helped. I've seen a difference in them, and they do like one uh, a rule of mine that I have is you have to ask your like ask your tablemates first before you come ask Miss Bell because someone at your table is probably going to know how to help you or that, and it just saves time from them coming up to me and they're like, "Miss Bell, what are we supposed to be doing?" and that way they don't get in trouble. I'm like, ask a friend first. If none of your friends know, then you can come ask me because then I probably forgot something. That's that's
0: a good uh, good approach. I, I assume at this level, some of them are much more comfortable merging into a family mm-hmm. than others yes. are.
1: Yes, yes. I do. There's a few that I've seen that they just don't. It's not something that they're used to they might be used to like doing it on their own and so just trying to place them with someone who you know will kind of take them under their wing and help them out is probably key to that and just noticing like which students might need that little extra like come on it's okay like we're gonna be a family and it's gonna be a fun year and so um the few that I've had like that they're starting to come out I put them with people that I knew would help them and they're starting to come around and seems like they're enjoying the class a little bit more now. (laughs)
0: I used to work a lot with Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts, and I noticed a couple of them who were just, oh, they'd hide behind a tree if Mm -hmm. they could rather than interacting. And as they grew older, you could just see them – you could see that grow out of them. Right, right. And they blossomed.
1: Yes, I know. That's always a fun time, too. Like, one of the – I mean, first grade is so fun, too, because they grow so quickly, and you get to see them. I mean, just – I feel like some of the stuff that they were doing yesterday and they like already grew out of it today, I'm like, well, what, like how you guys are growing so fast. And sometimes you don't see that in the older grades, you know, like they're kind of already grown. And so with first graders, it's fun to see them like come into their personalities after maybe being shy the first couple of weeks of school. So I'm really excited for that too.
0: Yeah. They'll get their feet under yes. them and and sort of get some confidence. Right. Yes. And that's, that's great. Well, um, let's let's talk just a bit about the the fundamentals in the curriculum. used It used to be reading, writing, and arithmetic, mm-hmm. but um, reading is so important. And I uh, so what at this level, are we in Dr. Seuss or are we uh, beyond that?
1: Um. Right now, I mean, yes, in first grade, by the end, they would they would be able to read a Dr. Seuss book. They mm-hmm. use CKLA, and so that's just like their skills, and um, it really goes through. Like right now, they're really focusing on – they know their letter sounds, but just blending all of their letter sounds into making a word because, I mean, that's tricky. We don't think it's tricky because we do that all the time when we're reading and stuff. But, I mean, some kids – it's hard and so they and that's what we're working on right now for them because if they know their letter sounds that's great and but then when they really start blending those letter sounds that's when they're able to start reading and so right now where we're at we're doing our letter sounds we're blending every single day that's all we do we blend and we segment and all the things and so um, they'll start getting into reading I would say like reading short stories probably within the next month or so and then after that they're reading every single day so it's just and it just depends on where they're at with reading like how much they'll read or what they're reading so but it's really exciting to see them go from just being able to say their letter sounds and maybe being able to put it together to being able to read like they at the end of the year they're reading like kind of little short uh, chapter books so that's so exciting to see where they came from
0: it's a big change, Oh and yes, they won't know how big that change mm-hmm. is. Their parents might, but, yes. but they won't. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matters. Uh, we are talking about first graders, and, uh, Bell, we've had a, had a great conversation. We, we talked a little bit about how they can, can learn to read um, during this year, but what kind of math skills do they pick up? this year too?
1: Um, They pick up a lot of math skills throughout the year. Um, Math like fluency and things like that does not come easy to them. I mean for us one plus one is two and that's that but I mean they the fingers they use their fingers for everything and even adding one plus one like you see them put one finger up and then they put up a number like just that being able to quickly work through a worksheet that just has like three plus two or four plus four just like kind of your basic math um, facts, they have to learn that. And so right now we do like our little daily math sheets and those take us quite a bit of time because, I mean, it's just not what they're used to. They're not used to seeing all of that. And so um, throughout the year they start learning uh, just the math facts comes up. And so then by the end of the year, three plus two is five. They just know that without putting their fingers up. Um, They work a lot with tens frames and being able to show their work and so they start showing their work with and a lot of them choose the tens frame so if it's 10 plus 13 a lot of times you'll see them draw out a big old frame and colored in 10 and then three so they can visually see it but um I mean their math skills also just get and some kids you'll see them start excelling and they might they might start understanding multiplication which isn't necessarily something we teach but they, some kids take off and they start understanding, okay, well, if I'm adding this twice, then I can just multiply. And they think a lot of times when first graders figure that out, they think they're like the coolest person in the oh, class. I can imagine. Yeah. And so then when we start doing stuff, they're like, well, five plus five is 10. But like, if I do five times two, it's also going to be 10. And I'm like, I love that for you. Yes. Like it's they, a yes. eureka on yeah. their part though. Yes, for yeah. sure. But math is also a huge part. They, they spend a lot of time with their math skills too.
0: And how about the writing? What do they do? Are they practicing their letters?
1: And- um, right now, yes, they are practicing their letters. Uh, after Christmas, or around that time, mostly after Christmas, they start writing a ton, which takes a lot. And I was there for that when I did my residency. It takes a lot to try and get 19, 20 first graders to be writing like a paragraph because they, they write an opinion piece a book report, I mean, they do multiple wow. paragraphs, and it, and it's a lot, because some of those kids, they're not used to writing that much, and so we make them go through the whole process of planning, and then they have to come up with a draft, and then they have to edit, and then publish their final piece, and so for them, us just writing an opinion piece takes us the whole week, because, I mean, that's a lot for first graders. They went from kindergarten, just writing your letters, and like maybe a few sentences, and then, but we try to, um, build that like their stamina up for that uh, knowledge which is where they learn just kind of random things here and there like we're doing fables and then we'll do the human body things like that um, a lot of their exit tickets we try and get them to start writing at least one to two sentences about what they learned from that knowledge lesson to try and build their stamina because they do a, by second grade they're able to start writing paragraphs and they know what makes a paragraph how you should start a paragraph all the things
0: Pretty remarkable yes. how much change happens in the space of yes. e- less than a year.
1: Yes, well that's yeah.
0: that's great. Well, let's shift gears and talk about your students from just a little different angle now, from your perspective. And and I know this is your first year, but you've you've been out in in practicum with them and in internships. So, what are the in your opinion? What are the biggest challenges that the students face today? Not just the academic side, but what else do they bring to the classroom that's a challenge?
1: Um, A lot of the things, if it's not academic, it's their support outside of school or what's happening outside of school because them being first graders, they can't control. You know, I didn't come to school yesterday because whoever didn't want to bring me or something. So they don't really have that control, and so a lot of that is hard because you might have kids that miss so many days, and it's nothing that they've done, or because like they're sick, but they just can't get to school in some form, and so a lot of that is a struggle. And um, just seeing the kids who come in, and you can, it's it's pretty easy for a first grader to tell which kids might have that extra support at home and which kids don't, and so you're kind of trying to play catch up with the kids who don't have that support and they're lacking a little bit while also trying to keep teaching your kids who are a little bit more ahead and also challenging them so that they're not falling behind. So a lot of what I've noticed and I think any other teacher could it's it's the outside the outside perspective with kids, it's hard with the challenges that they come in with because it's not it's nothing that the kid is doing. It's not like the kid has to drive themselves to school and they're late or not coming. So just things like that, it's hard and trying to balance all the kids
0: and we just in some cases we can't imagine their their experience at home right Uh, but they they just come from such diverse backgrounds that there's going to be that and that then puts a lot of weight on your shoulders yes to uh, keep them all moving forward
1: yes i mean and sometimes some kids come in in the morning and they might cry the whole entire day or just absolutely refuse to do any work and sometimes you just have to let them you have to let them take a day because you don't know what's going on at home and for a first grader or any you know that age they don't know how to deal with that I mean they just know their basic emotions and so sometimes you just and so it's not just well I'm a teacher so I'm going to keep teaching at them you have to take a step back and realize well I mean they're little like we have to also like you I want to be that person to care for them and to have them have a safe space to come and so it's it is hard though trying to balance all the things that come with
0: How much do they relate to a tornado or a fire? What kind of school safety drills do you do with a first grader?
1: Um, their fire drills, they're pretty fine with, I mean, they just like walk out of the building, whatever, um, tornado drills, a lot of them, whenever in March, a few years back, like a lot of them know about tornadoes now, especially
0: in Baxter. And so
1: even just the other day when it was like raining at school, I had a few of my kids like asking me, like, is it supposed to rain really bad? Like, what are we doing? And so, um, we do, we do a fire drill and things like that once a month with them. And so, uh, it's. The fire drills, we never really let them know, but a tornado drill, we always warn the kids. Like, and it's normally on a sunny day. If we have one planned and it starts like raining, then we don't do one because there's no sense. But uh, once a month, our kids go through all their drills so they know what's happening.
0: That's important. And mm-hmm. um, it, they um, it it amazes me. I've still got one grandchild who's in middle school now, but... Uh it's it's amazing to me how much they relate mm-hmm. to some of the yes. the challenges that right. you all face. Well let's talk about you and your fellow teachers. We talked about the challenge that students bring to school every mm-hmm. day. What do you see as the biggest challenges for a teacher today?
1: I think the biggest challenge for teachers today is the support of everyone outside the community because there's you know, there's a lot of talk behind teaching and there's different sides on there's very different sides on teaching and if it's important for your kid to have a teacher or go to school or what their role is of a teacher and so I think I mean it is hard and it was hard deciding if I wanted to be a teacher when you hear on the news like you know how much teachers don't get paid and it's like not worth the pay that they have and so I that's really challenging because I mean we do I we obviously don't do this job for the pay I mean not that it's bad or whatever but I mean there's a lot of other things and so this is something that we chose to do because I mean it's what we want to do and it's what we're here for and I mean people want to send their kids to school somewhere they're comfortable and so just the support of the outside community and also the support of the parents in our classroom I mean it it's hard when you don't have the support when you're trying to help your students or you are trying to tell the parent like you know, this is what's going on with your kid. This is how we want to support them. But sometimes parents don't see that because, I mean, that is their child and they're in first grade. You don't want, you don't want to go through that or do testing that you need to do. But us as teachers, we're not trying to sit and tell you these things about your kids to make you feel bad or say you're being a bad parent. But like, we also need the support. Like when we come to you and we have things that we want to talk about, it's because like we want to help. It's not because we're coming at you. And so just the support of the the outside community and, like I said, the parents is the biggest struggle because we don't always see that.
0: I'm, I'm sure that's true, and, and I'm sure some parents react differently than others mm-hmm. when, you, um, when you bring up a challenge yes. for, for that, that students. Well, you've got a chance now. There will be some parents listening. So um, what can parents do most to help you this year, or what they, can they do to help their students the most?
1: I think for me as a first-year teacher is just realizing that, yes, I am a first-grade teacher. Like, I promise I'm doing the best that I can, and it might not be how your kindergarten, your kid's kindergarten teacher did it, and that's okay. That that was also when they were in kindergarten, and that teacher might have been teaching for 20 years. Like, I just don't have that experience, but we all have to start somewhere. And the more that you guys or the parents help me, the more that it's it, we're just going to get along better because just with having the support of the parents – is what I need as a first-year teacher because on top of trying to make sure I'm doing everything right by the kids, I don't want to have to deal with parents not being kind to me, not to say they haven't been. My parents have been very, very supportive, but even for any first-year teacher, like just have grace with them. I mean, I like I said, I promise we're following the directions (laughs) of what we're supposed to be doing, but it is hard when you have 20, 21 first graders, six to seven years old, and you have teeth falling out and... (laughs) I mean, we had the wart fall. I had a little boy lose a wart, and he flicked it on another kid. So, like, I mean, like, I'm mean, I I'm dealing with a lot other things. Those than, are the like,
0: personal stories. Yeah,
1: like, I mean, it's not that we just... The kids come in and sit at their desk, and they're ready to go. I mean, I'm dealing with a lot of other things, so... Uh,
0: and I hope that as you go through this first year and then later, that you journal these things... Yeah,
1: oh, yes. ...and put
0: down the funny stories, <laughs> yes. because... There will be funny stories, and you'll need them all yeah, through Yes, I
1: will, yes.
0: And that's great. Well, we are out of time. It's hard to believe we aren't nearly wow. out of questions, yeah, right. <laughs> but we are out of time. And I just want to thank you for coming in and, and spending time with the radio audience. And also, thank you for committing to a career in teaching.
1: Well, thank you for having me, I, and I'm excited for this first year, and I plan to stay committed to teaching. I well, definitely still great. think this is my calling. So
0: that's great. Well, thank you so thank much you so for being much. with us.
1: Thank you.